Hey everybody, welcome back to The Roost. Uh, today with us, no guests, but it's just Chelsea and myself. Mm-hmm. So, Chelsea, I know you said that you had something to really go about doing this, or showing us today, <laughs> so why don't you go ahead and show us? Okay, um, it has been a huge subject recently. It always is, coming in the holiday years with the artists and everything, the subject of... Who's popular, what's popular, fandoms, and the best of the best, copyright. Okay, go on. Okay, so pretty much to kick this off, I want to get a legitimate reaction on audio of some fan art that I found. And I'll post the links to the sources and the artists and everything, because crediting is a very big thing with us. So, pretty much, I would like to show you some fan art that I found. Okay. And we've been playing Undertale a lot. Right. So, I found this. Oh, that's pretty good. The next one isn't Undertale, but it's just simply as cute. You know, you should really talk, we should really talk about what what the picture is. Well, I mean, the first one, it it's, I'm guessing everybody knows of the game Cooking Mama. Mm-hmm. And, um, this one is Cooking Undyne, Turn Up the Heat, and poor Papyrus is just in the corner there. Outside the window? Just staring at Frisk, and horribly staring. And it, it, it's just adorable, and everything, oh my god, I didn't notice this, but there's a fetching dude on there. Oh my gosh. And there's spears in the corner. And there's it's... spaghetti, crushed things, the table's okay. on fire. Okay, what's the next what's the next piece of fan art? We're we're going to a very near and dear um series to both of us. Okay, go on. Oh my god. The, I've seen this or something like this with the Pikachu and the different so And the different ponchos. So it's Pikachu wearing ponchos of mega evolutions. And you got Slowbro, Sableye, Lucario, Audino, both Charizards, and Altaria. Whoever did that one did it really yeah. well. That's and it's really very well similar to the uh, Pikachu Gyarados plush that they have that he's wearing the poncho. Mm-hmm. Now, this one, you've also been playing a lot of this game. Go on. And the next one is an artist rendition of it, and I find it absolutely beautiful. Go for it. Because I thought it was original art. Oh my god, that's really good. It's uh, I've been playing a lot of Metal Gear Rising, uh, and we can go into that in a mm-hmm. little bit where I can. I want to talk and then about here's a Metal Gear Rising pencil sketch. Oh, that's like really. It's uh, pictures of Raiden. Because we'll he, he is my cyborg man wife. We'll we'll post links on the description of this mm-hmm. where with to credit all, all the, of them. All of the fan The last one is actually a friend of mine. She posted it and I fell in love. Go ahead. <laughs> because you need more sexy legs. <laughs> oh my god, it's Metaton. With legs like these, who needs arms? <laughs> exactly. And it's take amazing. me like one of your French girls. <laughs> And it's just the secondary Metal Gear one. But I, I, when I saw that photo, I knew what we had to do. Oh my gosh, who and did that one? That was, I believe it was Stephanie. Oh, okay. And she does amazing art, and I, I just, yeah, it, it, I, just those legs. Oh <laughs> the, my the, gosh. The beautiful legs with the ridiculous heels she put on, too. I know, they're really well done. Those heels, yeah, man. Yeah, I don't understand how people could stand in those types of heels. It's actually just Pretty much 
Well, I mean, it's like, you feel feel natural, right? Because you're on your toes. if you stand on your toes and, like, you start falling back, that's where the heel actually catches you, so it gives you support of old. It doesn't knock you off balance. Well, yeah, because it's it's almost Mm natural-esque. Okay, what else you got for me? That is all the fan art that I have for you, but that also leads into the fun progress of fandoms. Okay, go on. Oh, my God. Um, I mean... It's made its rounds around Facebook with Steven Universe and the Tumblr. The TLDR where one of the artists drew (coughs) the gems. I think she drew Amethyst Skinny or something. And, I mean, I never paid too much attention. It was just a gigantic drama pit. And people started saying that she was fat shaming, that she was homophobic, transphobic, like any phobia you could throw out that Tumblr and social justice warriors would say was being thrown. And the girl supposedly gave a suicide note on Tumblr and then vanished. Okay. And she gave an update from the hospital. She stayed in the hospital, I think, for three days with under suicide watch. Because she actually did try to commit suicide because of this. Okay. Like, you you have the horrible things in the fandoms. And the fact that also just the mixture of fandoms and Tumblr, I really believe, is a horrible, just acidic pit of pure toxicity. You know, so, like, I guess we can talk about fandoms. And, like and that people... also leads into cosplay. I mean, I've seen people get called out for cosplaying as Pearl and Garnet saying that they're white-facing and red-facing or black-facing. Like, it... That's a really tricky one. Technically... Like... I I mean, at that point, you can call anyone who does Shadow Link or Peter Pan Shadow technically black-facing. If you're going into that kind of extreme, I mean, like, they're changing their entire skin color. I don't know. I I don't know if it's worth, like going into that far but it it just leads into the fact that all of the bad parts of fandoms are being pulled up but then you have some really amazing parts of the fandoms you have the artists the people who do the parody work right you got some really good things coming out of some of these fandoms there is i mean i guess since we were talking about undertale right Mm -hmm. undertale seems to have a really nice fandom which is weird Right, like I mean, look at all the people who do pacifist runs. And then there's me holding a sign that says, "I only play genocide." So, uh, <laughs> funny enough story, right? Like, Undertale was like one of those communities where like the fandom was weirdly like inclusive. It's weird. It's like everything that I've seen about it, people have been like understanding, loving it, whatever. It's one of those that you'd feel like they'd have like a. Like, a very, like, Five Nights at Freddy's type, uh, like, fandom where, like, they're too into it. Like, almost a cult following. Or, like, sexually attracted to the yeah. characters or oh whatever. God, yeah. Guys. yeah. Well, I mean, not just that, but there's other things. But, like, whatever. You know, so the oh, idea... Like Foxy, yeah. The, 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 the yeah. two of those. Yeah, so, like... I can't do it. The, the whole deal is, is that, like, Undertale's, like, the normalist fandom that I've seen so far, which is really weird. I mean... And also consider also like Steven Universe being no, a they're a vicious, fandom. they're a vicious fandom. I mean, if you don't go into the vicious side of it, well, like I mean, the normal, like seeing the stuff, the fan made stuff, a lot of it's not really sexualized. Like the only one that they'll really sexualize, if anything, is Connie and Steven. 
Well, but everything else, it's they just have fun with the fusions. Because so, already explained that part, right? So I guess there's we, nothing more you can really do. Um, I guess it's also because like how Undertale did like the whole. It it feels very earthboundy. It's very inclusive, right? Like they don't. It's it's weird, right? Because like you can't. One of like the things that I see people try to do is they try to play gender politics. Right? With a lot of the characters and a lot of things where they're like, well, this is a homosexual relationship or this person is transgender or whatever. And in Undertale, they don't really care about anything with it. Which is weird, right? Because they don't. Undyne and Alpheus. Right. Like, I honestly couldn't tell what gender Alpheus was. Yeah, and that's, that's kind of where it's at. Where it's like, these people don't exactly have genders. Until the very end. When you wish she's wearing the I, dress. I, wow, way to give spoilers. Oh, well, whatever. to do, spoiler alert. Whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but, um, mm. yeah, it's you don't really find out until the very end. And that's what's great, because you think, like... It, Even with Undying, you didn't know her gender until later on. Yeah. I mean, like, it's kind of... It kind of gives, like, this unique view at the world. Like, the main character, you know... The main character was never associated with a gender. I mean, like, now I'm not saying that, like, I mean, oh, no tw- gender is great. No, I'm saying the idea is, is that... are like, a 10 or 12-year-old kid? You never really know. You're just a young kid. Yeah. So that's, like, the best part is, like, even looking at the sprite, you can't tell if it's a dude or a chick because it has a generic short haircut where it could be a child that has grown their hair out or just has it cut short. No real distinctifying features besides... Being bright yellow skinned wearing yeah, a t-shirt. It feels very earthboundy, right? Like so Like I grew up wearing jeans and a t-shirt. Like we're gonna we're gonna end up I need to take you through an earthbound adventure, which yes, we'll probably we do. do this week. We'll I probably record to. it and throw it up on my channel. Um so but like Earthbound is like that classic very Like I'm literally I've only seen a few things being one was I know who the characters I know who Lucas is I know who Ness is. Ness is other than that I've seen the 10 minutes of James Zoo playing through and that was it and going through a town and something with like greasers or clowns yeah yeah don't don't worry don't worry about but it that's all I know I don't even know what was going on I just walked into it that almost I mean this like leads up to a hysterical moment I walked into a friend's room and they were playing Ocarina of Time. Oh, yeah. And Link is holding a chicken above his head. And I walk in seeing Link with the chicken above his head. All of a sudden, drops the chicken, plays the Ocarina, and then thunder strikes from the sky. And I'm like, what is this? Yeah. What is this black magic of a game? Did you ever end up playing Majora's Mask at all? Yes. And I can tell the best story about Majora's Mask. I cannot play Majora's Mask. Well, Majora's Mask is a very thick and difficult game. No, 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 no. I do not know how to play Majora's Mask because I've tried numerous times. The moon freaks me the hell out. Well, yeah. And I can never get through the one section of the city because I keep going around the damn block the entire time and I just can't find my way. I make an art of being lost. And I've actually been told this. I make an art of getting lost in any RPG. So You could say go northwest. I will go northwest and somehow wind up southeast. Like, when we eventually get some sort of, like, game, like, Retron type thing that we can play. Oh, no, wait. We can play Game Boy Advance games on on the GameCube, right? Yeah, but the GameCube doesn't have an HDMI. 
We'll, we'll, we'll figure that out later. We need I wanna, to get that AV to HDMI down. Because I want to be able to play something very special with Which you. is? I want to play... I want to buy a cart of Mother 3 English translation and play that with you. That's Earthbound 2. Okay. It's a really good also, game. Also, you know that we have the Retro Duo, too. Does that play... NES and SNES. Okay. Does that have HDMI hookups or no? No? All right. AV. I can check and see if it is HDMI. Well, either way, I mean, like... We need to, like, play some of these Game Boy Advance games, because they were really good. Hey, stop it, you two. Please pardon the cat fight in the background. Like, literal cat fight. Oh, hey. well, they're, no, they're done. They're done. Jingle jingle butt goes that way. No tail goes that way. One of the problems with doing a podcast in our actual mm-hmm. house is having to deal with everything in the background. Being the two furry children. And the other furry child. <laughs> uh, so, Being the frode child. So, uh... I mean, besides that, like, you need to play Mother 3. It's great. Well, first you said I need to play Earthbound, then I need to play Mother 3. Well, I mean, because by the time we finish Earthbound, I should have everything set up for us to play Mother Mm -hmm. 3. Also, to see if you like that style of game or not. I mean, I don't know if you want to pilot or not when we play Earthbound. I've never played Earthbound, so it'll be interesting. (laughs) But you know the whole just the series, though. Yeah, I know. Like, you at least know some of it. I'm walking in completely blind into this. That may be the better way to play it. Um, Earthbound's a very strange game. I mean, I guess we can do, like, updates on it. On us playing. Right. But it's just, this is actually going to be kind of fun. I'm looking forward to that one. Exactly. But, like, the whole thing is, I wanted to do, like, more of a fandom-esque episode here oh talking about fandom sure yeah yeah. like i agree with you on the undertale that they're very before you finish up they're very accepting before you before we continue on i want to talk about certain cosplayers okay you know what bothers me the most what when couples dress up in brother sister cosplays oh my god i'm not the only one so like gravity falls right like people that do uh dipper and mabel why would you be Dressing up as, like, your brother and sister. Mm. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Like, like I could see someone dressing up as one and another person dressing up as another character, but... Like, if anything, do Wendy and Dipper and you guys can ship that and have every fandom... Like, every person who considers themselves quote-unquote fandom trash loving you. I know, it's it's actually, like... I don't know. Gravity you Falls will is... make them so happy if you do like somewhat of a canon ship. They will love you forever. Like, which is what I wanted to bring up with you. Quick question: Do you know what the word canon stands for? No. Canonical. Meaning uh, it's within. Oh, non-canonical. Non-canonical. Okay, yeah. And now canonical. That that all is clicking into place now. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so like I said, I wanted to do the cosplay with you no, from Gravity you. Falls. No, thank you. I'm not in any mood to cosplay anytime soon. But... I mean, we will eventually, just not right now. But... What? Do you even know who I want to cosplay with you Yeah, you want me to do Dipper and you to do... Uh, what's her face? Man, what's her name? (laughs) I don't remember. Pacifica? Yeah, Pacifican. Yes, I want to do Dipper and Pacifica. Oh my god. It would be adorable. I already own half of her wardrobe, if not all of it. Speaking of which, whatever happened to that Crystal Maiden cosplay you're going to do? Actually, guess what's on sale for Black Friday? What's that? Fur. Guess what I need a lot of for Crystal Maiden? Which is fur. Fur. Oh lord. Can I beg you to help me make 
Maybe eventually. So, alright. It's right. going to be like 60% off. Now would be the best time right, to get so it. Look. I need to line a cape and fur! Alright, let's talk more about... Uh, <laughs> With fandoms. Yes. Oh my god. Because you wanted to talk about more stuff. Come yeah, on. Yeah, th- this is like... It's the life of my existence and the bait of my existence at the same time. It's like the worst double-edged sword. Because it, it's just, you got, like you were saying, some great amazing fandoms, and then you just have other fandoms. And then you have a whole nother, like, I mean, I could literally say this from the other side of the table point of view, where it's, right. oh, the f- I love contributing to this and that and that and that and this, and all of this is great. But then you hit my side of the table, which is from the artist standpoint, where we're in that horrible tight spot of you have a ridiculously amazing fandom that loves to see your work you can get famous off the work being right now i think the big hitters are undertale um anything gravity falls anything steven universe Mm -hmm. like those if you make those and you make them super well you're gonna be found actually you know what i have a question for you Mm -hmm. Why have you never considered just, uh, people don't want you making, selling art, right? Hold on, I'm, I'm getting to that. Oh, yeah, go on. That, that's where we hit the tight spot. It's, yeah, and then people were like, oh my god, I want to buy this, I want to buy this. Right. Make this as prints, make this as a poster, I'll throw my money at you. But then you hit things from Undertale, where just... I mean, I actually kind of want to just quickly, I'm going to let you say certain things really fast while I pull something up about the whole thing with that. Like, I know Hussey flat out, Andrew Hussey, the creator of Homestuck, flat out has said, I do not want you selling my work. Okay, so this is something- and Disney is just scary as shit well, when it comes I mean, to like, copyright. You do not mess with Disney. So a lot Between of, Star Wars and Marvel are yeah. now out of the question yeah, completely. So, well, I mean, so here's the deal, right? I know a lot of people are complaining, why can't I use this person's work? I've worked really hard to make this fan art and put it on a button. Well, look, quite frankly, I know that people work their ass off to make this stuff. I've seen you do it. And you know what? It's not easy work. Whether or not anybody says anything different, whatever. Um, but the whole entire point is is that these companies pay a lot of money to have other companies license their things, right? So like basically other companies go to them and say, hey, we want to buy the exclusive license to be able to sell merchandise. Quote unquote official merchandise, whatever merchandise, they want to have dibs to it. And the thing is, is that you getting uh you getting a cease and desist is the the original company covering their butt if they can't sell this licensing or if they can't sell licenses to other people to pick up their products and other people just make stuff you're essentially taking money out of these companies pockets and you know what quite frankly i know you're like oh no these big corporations how will they be able to get or how will they be able to make buy if they can't get their money look i understand people have a lot of money but the idea is is that it's their intellectual property. It's their right to do what they please with it. They don't want you selling their stuff. They have the money to change that you don't. Mm-hmm. But um, just respect people's licenses. Like, you're putting other people out of a business when you don't. Like, whether or not you I mean, agree to it. I mean, here we go. This yeah. was posted on October 1st. Mm-hmm. Off of the official 
Undertale Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, like, this is, I have to say, one of the best wordings and handlings on how to handle the fan art situation. Perfectly done. And it says, as the title, Undertale Merchandise Coming Soon. Hey guys and gals, I've been working on getting Undertale merchandise created with the great guys and gals over at Fan Gamer. In the meantime, would you guys and gals and guys not sell unofficial Undertale merch? For the record, I'm okay with one of commissions such as clay models, the Feltorial plush, a drawing of a skeleton you paid someone to do, etc. But when products show up mass-produced at a con or a website, mostly being IE prints, buttons, keychains, then we're going to have a problem. Thanks, guys and gals. That is the best handling. He's ridiculously down to earth. He flat out says, one of commissions, go ahead. Have a blast. Well, to be fair. Do it. To be fair, you know what? No one can stop you from making a commission because you're selling your time. You're not selling Mm -hmm. the artwork that you do. But the fact that he kindly asked not to have mass-produced items. Mass-produced items count for us being buttons, um, plush. I mean, there's a way. There's there's this loophole that I wanted to talk about with you about. All right. So um, unless like I hand draw on the button. No, that's that's, no, that's not the loophole I was thinking about. Have you ever considered just saying, "Hey, make a list of premium buttons, quote unquote, ones that you don't sell but you give away with a purchase of five dollars or more." That's being a sleazeball. I know it is. What? I mean, like, let me word it to you like this. With the large companies, if you take a certain part of their um, revenue, they're going to get a little peeved because they want exactly like you said, well, the no, licensing the, and everything. Well, they the, want you to buy the licensing to no, become no. official merch. Well, it's not even that. It's that, uh, it's that when people buy that stuff, it's putting their license at risk. Mm-hmm. The idea is is that when you sell a license to, to a company... Like, let's say I'm going to T-Shirts Anonymous A, right? And I said, buy, or T-Shirts Anonymous A, we're going to sell you Roost merchandise, right? Like, you have the license, only you can make the Roost stuff. And they say, sure, we'll give you $200,000 for the license. We, and we'll give you maybe 2% of our sales. It's usually like 15% or 25%. Yeah, it's set by the company. Right. So what happens that's is... That's in the negotiations. So, so mm-hmm. what what that means is, is that that says, okay, the T-shirt Anonymous A is buying this license, right? That means they own the rights to do this. And that means no one else can do it because this company if you do, sold you, the privileges to this person. And if you are caught with it, you will get a happy little letter called a cease and desist, meaning... You must stop immediately, well, and if the, you don't, we will sue you. Well, well, the reason why companies have to do this is because they have to hold up the integrity of their licensing mm-hmm. rights. Because without, if they just let other people do fan art, well, what stops them orig- eventually from a bigger company, such as like let's say T-shirts Anonymous B, who also sells licensed T-shirts, coming out and saying, "Hey, I'm gonna mass produce Star Wars T-shirts." Or it's hey. We offer, you upload your design and we sell it for you. Like Redbubble. Yeah, yeah or... Um, and Zazzle and yeah, Cafe. Zazzle. And Cafe Press. A lot of people there. You get some of those Chinese artists that are like, ooh, this is good. Let's throw it on a t-shirt and make money. And they're over in China. They We can't do anything. If your art gets snagged by a Chinese artist, you got z- almost a 0% yeah, chance China of getting... Yeah, because China doesn't care. Exactly. 0% chance of people, getting People flat out have... Uh, 
have resold the Harry Potter books under a different name in China mm-hmm. and like plagiarized it straight up and they can't do anything because China, the Chinese economy doesn't care. All right, so let's go off this. What were we talking about beforehand? You were I mean, talking. We're going back to pretty much a quick explanation because a lot of people, they're like, oh, well, we don't have any sort of like official thing, so why can't you guys make it in the meantime? Well, that's because, like he said, it's coming soon. When you take from a large company, it's yeah. So what? They have the money, whatever. Well, no, it's still pretty impacting, but whatever. The idea to an extent, it's a percentage, but not a high enough percentage. The idea, like the guy who made Undertale, Toby Fox, right? Uh, He's looking to make a living slash make money off of this. Okay, there was there was a comic where it's the big companies pay artists to make these. Right. Well, when you have a small. The smaller, I'm going to use the word indie on this one. Yeah. Where you have an indie person, such as Toby, such as... Um, Scott, the guy who made mm-hmm. Five Nights at Freddy's. Yep. Uh, Hussey. When you have all of those, those are independent, almost I would consider them self-published. Well, yeah, they are self-published. Mm-hmm. Creators, where if you have a hundred other people making it, what's to say that, yeah, you can have official... But what if you're not in that area? What if they only sold on the West Coast and they couldn't make it out to the East Coast yet? But there's a whole bunch of artists on the East Coast selling their stuff. They're digging into their livelihood. You're digging into what they make to live. You have to look at it on that side of the spectrum. And a lot of people don't. And it kills them. And it, like, we're respectful of another artist when they say, please don't do this. Okay, we understand you're making a living off of it and we won't. Some people just don't realize it. Like, I was, honestly, and I'll tell you right now, I wanted to make Undertale buttons. I wanted to draw Metaton, Sans, Papyrus, Undyne, Alpheus, uh, Toriel, Asgore, and Fritz, and put the different color hearts behind them. And I was looking around, and then it came across on the tumble. Like, I was looking up the Undertale stuff, and it was the first thing that came up. And it was, like, 1 o'clock in the morning when I read it to you. And I'm like, oh. It was published way before I even wanted to do this. Okay. And then I just went along with my day and tossed that idea out the window. Yep. I mean, that's not to say that, like, if I don't want to make a single, like, a double set for us to wear for myself and never sell it, but turn my fan art into something that I can wear on a daily basis, or, I will know, never sell it. Or, you know, maybe give it out as, like, a prize, like, no, once. not even that. No, not even once? Nope. I would just make it for myself. Like how I made the, um, the wakfu buttons. Yep. I admit I did use original artwork, but you know what? I gave them out as a gift to friends because we all play Crossmaster. Well, we all enjoyed Wakfu, and I asked um, who liked what, and it's like, hey, here's some cool swag I decided to make. And it was testing to, out the new size. Speaking of which, you need to email Edmund. Uh, Edmund. Uh, Isn't he the guy with Binding of Isaac? Yeah, and I tried to message him over Twitter, but he didn't message me back. He has a business thing that I have to find. He's on Tumblr, too. So you could probably send him a message over Tumblr and he'd be more responsive about making making Binding of Isaac buttons because he's never talked about any of it. He's just said, oh, cool, this fan art stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't want, you know, like, that's something that, like, if you ever want to... He's still s- an independent creator and I would totes ask for permission before I made anything. Right. Like, with that, and it's like, hey, listen, here's what my art would look like. 
on the single ones that I made just to, because I always do color testing before. Mm -hmm. I always do size testing, which is why I made the Wok Fu buttons was I needed to size test for my inch and a half button maker. Right. I'm not going to waste a whole sheet of paper on two buttons. So I'm like, all right, let's give this a shot. And I made the first 20 of them and And I'm like, oh, hey, cool. They fit. Okay. Let's give out the samples to everyone. And that's why I haven't made them since. Yep. I deleted the file. I never even saved it on my computer. But, like, that's the thing is don't rip off Google. I know someone who literally rips their images off Google, has stolen artwork from someone, and then flat out the other person just said, oh, yeah, I don't see anything wrong with that. You're blatantly copyright infringing someone. Right. It's like plagiarism. Well, I mean, that's what it is, actually. It's actually plagiarism. Like, the woman literally Google searched R2-D2 button and stole... Someone else's design. Yeah. Like, but I want to say their name has the word cactus in it. Well, you shouldn't call them out. No, the original artist's name has cactus in it. And I'm blinking on it. And they're absolutely adorable. But when they posted the cutout versions and you still have the gloss mark off of the image, you just largened it so that it wouldn't show up on the button yeah really (laughs) yeah i know it's a pain in the butt and i mean that's really the reason why i've i will only bring fan art to like three conventions that i know are completely chill with me doing it being the local one yep retro game con which we were there retro game con anabash and maybe non-con I mean, like, you're cool. And they're so spanned out throughout the year. I mean, you're cool fan art stuff, right? Like, you're cool fan art buttons. I mean, you can make a other bunch. Other than that, other than that, only on Etsy is where you can get them. The larger conventions, Anime Boston, Toricon, right. um, call it? We sold at Otakon. Any bigger name one, I'm gonna sell my original art. Right. Because it's just something that I can be so proud of making and selling, and I actually got the biggest compliment which was i sold out a craft fair this weekend which is going to leave some really funny stories at the end well we're almost getting close to the end all right so So i'll lead into it i was selling at this craft fair and i posted up on instagram because i know i have a couple followers in the area that i was in right and the one of them comes running in says oh i made it here before four before you guys left and she got a couple of the buttons and she pre-ordered a penguin one of our Scott Penguins, which is one of the new plushies. And she's pretty much said, oh yeah, I'm going to be at this meeting and everything. I'm like, oh, well, since I think I have the fabric and everything, I'll just make it tonight and I'll deliver it to you tomorrow. And unfortunately, her movie started and I wasn't able to deliver it myself. Well, my mother said that she came all the way out to where she was, picked it up, and said that her and the other person that's always with her Always go to non-con, always come by my booth because they love my art and they love supporting me and everything. And I I literally started choking up. It was one of the best compliments I have ever gotten that you go to a convention to find me. And it, it, it is just like the best thing you can ever tell an artist is I go to this convention for right, your art. Right, just to find you. And I'm like, it, it, God, rip at heart seams. It, it, it's so happy. But funny enough, I mean, I've had some funny things happen at a con. 
I mean, I've had signs on my button displays for six years that say, please do not remove the buttons. Big, big signs. I mean, like, I got a foot and a half display. The sign takes up the foot and a half on the top. Like, I purposely make these big. Saying, please do not remove from display. At one point in time, I worked Anime Next and put a sign next to it that said, I will smack your hand. And I smacked the guy's hand and he got a beyond pissed. I'm like, read the sign. I'm giving you warning. Yep. I gave him written warning. He's like, I didn't see the sign. It, it, spoilers alert, everybody. It was on neon pink. How do you, like, safety neon pink. When you look at it, it hurts your eyes bright. And he didn't see it. That's weird. I, I, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say that he's colorblind. <laughs> I... I don't like, think that's it. But, but I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. On sure. But I mean, and once I changed it over to a button board where it was almost like stickers, it actually stopped. Yeah. People are like, are these stickers? I'm like, no, they're buttons. And it says buttons, $2 each on the top. Mm-hmm. You're like, big sign, this is buttons. So lady walks up, she's holding her kid and says, oh, look at these magnets. Aren't oh, they cute? Lord. And the kid points to the sign because he's like old enough. And he's like, no. And she's like, oh, they're magnets. And she looks at me and says, oh, how much are the magnets and everything? I'm like, ma'am, they're buttons. But they're magnets. They're on here. They're on a piece of paper, lady. The sign above them says buttons. I don't know how people can be so dumb. I mean, they looked at the giant sheep that I made and said, oh, what a cute bunny rabbit. There's a sign next to it that says giant sheep. Oh, my word. This one is the best. Okay, go on. All right. So how I print them out is it's a really big sheet of mat board. I print them all out on Avery labels. I cut them to the exact size of the inch and a half. And I bought right. inch and a half epoxy like resin dots to put over them to protect them. Instead, it makes it look all shiny and pretty. Right. The woman sits there with her... And she made a point... But in the table before, because the lady compliments her nails, and, oh, yeah, I just got these done today. Right. With her perfectly brand new manicured nails, picking them off or trying to pull them off my board. Oh, God. And I'm like, ma'am, can I help you? Yeah, I just want to see what's under these. What? I know. Okay, I mean, I've had some really, really stupid things happen at cons. Right. But craft fairs, my god, do you just walk in the door and become devoid of common sense? I... I mean, people are just dumb. Like, we could talk about dumb people all day. And the best question I get asked is they look at the stuffed animal. Right. They pick it up. They call it cute and then turn around and ask me, what's its purpose? I know, we've done this all the time. At least I didn't get the, my dog will rip it apart at this one. That at least made me happy. I never got one of those. But really, I I just... And then one woman staring at this thing, and above it, right next to the sign, where she actually said the price of it, because I never told you this one, looked at the pocket mirror. She's like, oh, $4. What is it? Uh, I'll give you a hint. It has one of my three mascots typed out. Pocket mirror. $4. You had to have read the label to read the price, woman. I think we're going to end that there for today. The angst of 
a hashtag artist problems. So, all right. So next week, uh, hopefully, hopefully next week. My con season's finally done and I'm going to turn around and fall into the bottomless pit called the holidays. So, okay. So happy Thanksgiving to everybody who celebrates Thanksgiving this week. Hey, hey. First off, correction. What's up? It is Limit the Turkey Population Day. Okay. Like, let's eradicate another race day. Do we need to give out smallpox race war. blankets? Race war. Smallpox blankets? Oh my god, stop. <laughs> no, I meant race war against the turkeys, but... <gasps> no! Sir Gobbleton's the fourth! Kill, he tastes so good. Kill the turkeys, race war now. As my cat immediately heard the word turkey. Alright, so... No, you are not sitting in the carcass this year, child. Okay, so... Uh, so this uh, this week is the week of Thanksgiving... Uh, hopefully this will this will be up before Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, most definitely. So everybody enjoy your Thanksgiving. Next week we should be enjoy with the, the trip to fan trips. We should probably be meeting with our first guest, who mm-hmm. we will announce via Facebook slash Twitter. Yep. Uh, and we will be recording at his place of establishment. I don't think we can. Okay. Well, we'll find a way. <laughs> I, I, are we going to be probably driving out to Connecticut? <laughs> oh, no, we're not. Oh. Or New York City. Is that who we're doing? Yeah, oh, we're doing okay. Connecticut. Oh, okay. I thought we were doing our uh, our buddy over in Holland Patton. Oh, we may. We'll flip a coin on that one. Well, we'll I mean, ask. it doesn't matter. We'll do one or the other first. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, after no, that... No, I wanted to do Holland Patton later okay. because of the release, and I wanted to nerd out. Okay. So we will talk about that later. Uh, we will be doing some... I'll get some more post-editing stuff right then. Uh, I'll be releasing a new video probably later this week since I'm on vacation and I got a lot of time to edit, so I'll be doing that. Oh and my god, you're going to do something productive. I know, God forbid. Looks to my clean desk. Oh my god, I did something productive. So, uh, thank the you. The world is ending, everyone. Run away! Thank you guys for joining us this week, and... Will someone please have a slice of strawberry rhubarb pie for me? Enjoy, guys. find it. Help! Alright, guys. Thanks for listening. See ya.